But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today. episode 189 he's the water boy i'm wit whiz and uh water boy water boy i know exactly what that that's reference to that's great uh this is the this is a regular episode but it's it's sort of i don't know how much of a world series preview it's gonna be like every like the the astros haven't played oh come on we just want to pin it we're going back to the world series Against an eighty-something no. win team, we need to be. We need to come in with some energy. Now let's, let's restart this, and also go birds. Let's <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly. Um, I want to. No, it's it's just yes, no. The the whole the whole week has been extremely exciting. Um, but it's like the, the Astros. It feels like the Astros haven't played in a month. Like, how, like what's what is? Why has there been a five-day break? From from the end of the ALCS to the beginning of the World Series, isn't that what people were complaining about with like the the wild card rounds? Like, um, so you're just creating that. Is yeah, it is TV? Mean, is it TV? Is that what it is? Yeah, and you had you had a sweep and a five game series in both of your championship series. So they ended on the week. They ended the week. They ended on the same day, which is I think that's only happened once before or something. Yeah, I think we tweeted something like so that. So yeah, and the World Series is a deadlock for it's Friday. That's all set in stone. They can move over, they could have moved around games if it rained in the Bronx, but it still would have been the World Series on Friday no matter what. So I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I again I I think we touched on it last time, but it's that's advantage Astros because they can sit around and they're gonna they're already about their business. The uh, team that was in Fuego, or at least uh, at least it's tricking everybody into thinking that they are, even though I I've <laughs> I would argue that they really aren't that hot. Um, yeah. yeah it, no, it, they just. It, it, it's advantage Astros in that sense, I think. I feel like, and I didn't, I didn't, I watched some of the NLCS. It was, it was, it was, I never, I think maybe a few innings. I, um, I made a, a you know, a, a concerted effort to, to watch the, the Padres Phillies. Um, but it was just sort of, okay, yeah, this is going to be on. And I want to know what's going on with this series, but it, it feels like the 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 Phillies just crushed the Padres bullpen, and and one thing the Astros bullpen is not is the Padres bullpen. So, it, I, I, you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong on that. I mean, yeah, they've scored. I don't, I don't know. I I didn't obviously didn't do any of the math, but yeah, they yeah they pretty much destroyed the Padres. I mean, pretty much. I'm trying to think that they won. They won one game, ten to six or something. I don't even. I'm just gonna look it up. I don't know why I'm gonna wing it. I'm, I'm looking it up right there's now. There's like yeah. there's two. There were two close games. Like ga- game five was a close. That was a what three two or something four two four three win for the, yeah, uh, so, for the so, Phillies. And then the other two were like blowouts. I think other than the Padres win. Game one, game one, Phillies two, Padres zero. That's right. That's right. Uh, game two, Padres eight, Phillies five. Five, yeah. Game three, Phillies four, Padres two. Game four, ten six, right? Game four is ten six, and game five is four three. 
So, yeah, my takeaway is the pod, the Phillies are giving up quite a bit of runs other than that nice shutout to start it. Um, so, so game one, a run in the fourth, a run in the sixth. All right. Did, uh, so, was, was that um, who, who started that? That was uh, Wheeler and Darvish. Yeah, it was going to be, yeah, Wheeler. I suppose. So, that's, do you think it's, that's kind of weird that they're going with uh, Nola to start? I did, I did come across that they're giving, they're giving, Basically, by doing that, each pitcher gets an extra day. Okay, that makes. I mean, so, that makes sense. It, it really makes no difference. I don't know why we get caught up in that, unless I mean, if we're talking about you, just need your game one and two starters ready to go back if they need to flip it back, and that's pretty much what it comes down to. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it's all it's it's all hands on deck. So I don't know why. I just yeah, I thought that was a little bit interesting. You'd think you'd want to put up the ace and and especially against JV. And uh, just go for the the jugular, but I mean, if they just want to split, so I guess it's the same thing. It's inconsequential. Nola's a very good pitcher. Aaron Aaron Nola in game two was the starter. Four and four and two thirds, seven hits, six earned runs, two home runs allowed. Yeah. Uh, Blake Snell ended up getting the win. Uh, you know, a, a well deserved five inning, five hit, four earned run win. And who won the freestyle battle between the two? Because I know Blake Snell really <laughs> loves he really loves to bust a flow. I've heard and I've heard Nola really likes it too. Honestly, was the uh, NLCS was that the matchup of the, the most unlikable guys possible? You got yeah, Machado, I, you got Hater, you got you got <laughs> Snell, you got then you got Bryce Harper, and you got I mean, I like Bryce Harper. I mean, I'm I'm kind of coming around on him because I'm I'm learning that he's just like he's like an alpha autist. I feel like he's a baseball autist. <laughs> I can and I can I can just, see that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, I'm, yeah, I seriously mean that. Like he's been, uh, he's just misunderstood, and I've been, I've been reading a, uh, reading a bunch, and uh, I saw a bunch of TikToks on him, people telling stories, and there was like, the, there was one story about him that, and all this is the only nice things I'm gonna say. Other than that, where I'm gonna trash the, the entire city of Philadelphia. The Liberty Bell is dumb. I'm gonna crack, and I'm gonna put another crack in it. Ben Franklin <laughs> is had slaves, so I mean, I just, I don't. Anyway, and he stole the kite idea. Anyway, so Philadelphia sucks. But Bryce Harper, when he was in the in the minor, it was either the minors or it was a uh, yeah, I think it was the minors, and uh, he had he hadn't hit for like a month, and um, it was coming up in the the, the ninth inning, and there was like uh, they were down three or they were down they were down one, and he basically just out of nowhere said, if anybody if anybody in front of me gets on base, I'm ending this straight up to dead center. And they ended up guy get on base and he first pitch, he just crushes straight away center field. And everybody was like, Oh my God. And just out of nowhere, like that, he was just like, yeah, like the confidence came like, just like that. Yeah. And after he'd been in a slump and it's kind of, so I don't know. That's pretty, that's pretty I just tight. think, I just think with Harper, then we'll get back in and, and it's going to, it's going to, it's looking like I was extremely wrong about them just destroying the Padres bullpen. Um, which is why we, you know, don't do any research before, no, no, we're, we're all, it's all off field. Yeah, they, they had a bunch of opportunistic hits, honestly. If we're, if we're talking, really, they just had a bunch of big hits. Yeah, so, but with Harper, like, people don't like Bryce Harper because he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated and he was, like, what, eight? People like LeBron four. James and he was on the he cover was, of whatever when he was whatever. He was three. Um, no, people but like, hate, Harper, and people hate Freddie Adu for costing our country so many soccer matches. Anyway, shout out to Freddie Adu. My bad on that. Love you, Freddie. I do. Sorry, yeah, no, 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 I apologize. The it's just the 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 duration of, of time that he's been in in sort of he's kind of had the target on his back in the same way that 
back in what was it, 2014, you know, the, the sports illustrated, like your 2017, you, you know, world series champs Astros. Like it's, it's just, it's that, except it's all leveled at one person and not, well, and not yeah, an entire and he, So, but I mean, he's, he's, he's been he's, in a bunch of dugout fights. He's been in dugout fights and he, he had uh, Jonathan he's been high paid and he hasn't really, had, well, I guess he has come through. He's been under the radar, but he, he it felt up until this postseason, he kind of felt like he was a letdown. I, to me, and that's just somebody who's not paying attention to the National League all that much, um, and that obviously he looks like that he's always wearing a bandana. Uh, he well, one one of those dugout fights invited and in, involved Jonathan Papelbon. Yeah, Papelbon. That, no, I'm just saying I'm I not respect. saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but I mean, it's something he's he's always yelling, and yeah, Papelbon obviously deserved to get crushed. What is what is? Because I'm I'm I'm. I'm 99% sure you don't you don't have this open for reference. But what do you think Bryce Harper's career OPS is? 965. It's 913. Okay. So he he didn't I mean he had a few years his last year in Washington. He he's he's real it's sort of he's real feast or famine, isn't he? And he like any like either an MVP player or he's just kind of run of the mill. Yeah, so I mean two so he, he debuted, played 139 games in his age 19 season, 817 OPS, rookie of the year. Uh, hit 22 home runs. 2013, 854 OPS. 2014, 768. 2015, 1109 OPS, Ooh. MVP. MVP, yeah. 42 home runs, led the league. Um, 2016, 814 OPS. 2017, 1008. Uh, 889, 882, 962, 1044 last year when he won the, he won his second MVP Yeah, with 42 doubles this time and had an 877 OPS, like 286, 364, 514 slash line. Like that's, that's fine. Yeah. That's more than fine. I mean, that's, yeah. So I don't think, I, I think what he's not, he's not Barry Bonds, you know, of because, because who is, but like, that's a, he's two MVPs. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven all-star selections, a couple silver sluggers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm probably being, I'm probably being harsh. It's probably, it's probably, could, is it possible that it, it is just the name Bryce? Is I there, think it could be that, that absolutely is. In I play. mean, shout out to Bryce Drew, which is the only redeemable Bryce that I can come with, come up with off the top of the head. Other than that, your Bryce's are typically not going to be great. <laughs> so game uh what game is this this is game three uh musgrove took the loss for san diego five and two-thirds eight hits four and runs so they got to him poor joe poor joe wanted to earn one on his own and not with the cheating astros game four was the 10-6 game and that was the I, re, I did watch. I watched all of that game. That was when San Diego scored four in the top of the first, and the Phillies. That was got the Reese, Reese and Reese Hoskins hit the uh, got three back. That wasn't yeah. the that wasn't the walk off. Well, let's see. Hang on. I'm yeah. It was in the middle of the game. That was the one that was back and forth. That was my fit. That that might have been other than game five. That was that game was sweet. That game was sweet. Yeah, Reese Hoskins hit two home runs that game. I don't know if that was the bat spike, which is one of yeah, the that's greatest. The one. That was, that's one of the greatest things I've I've ever seen. Like that's, yeah, that's the Reese Hoskins game. That's what yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But I mean, like Philly. Let's see uh, how Clevenger gave up. He didn't get an out. Gave up three earned runs. You know, did he get an out uh, with Sean his Manea. family that he abandoned? Did he get an out for that? <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Hate that guy. Uh, Manea yeah, got smacked around. Luis Garcia. So yeah, that was kind of a 
well, everybody sucked for Philly for San Diego pitching that day. Uh, and then game five, let's see. That was the four, three. They got two in the bottom of the eighth. Juan Soto finally hit a home run. I think that's what happened. And that was another was that U game Darvish before? game. That was the game before. That was a U. Yeah, was, shout, to, shout out to U Darvish, who was broken by the Houston Astros. Pretty tight. Yeah, that's that was a Darvish Wheeler game. And so that's why Nola's going because um, because Wheeler pitched on Sunday, which would normally be you know, that's that's normal rest, but you give him you give him an extra day. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, shout out shout out to Rob Thompson. Uh, yeah. For who? For a second, I, I I mistook for Rob Thomas. Uh, well, of, I don't uh, know if I've ever been good love. <laughs> me. My Rob Thomas pretty good. I don't want to be lonely no more. It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. Uh, so, I mean, he's, from all accounts, like, he's pushed the right buttons. Like, it's 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 been a very good, po- obviously, it's been a great postseason for Philadelphia. Um, what, before we, and I don't know how I we're not going to go position by position unless you just want to, but, but what's your, what's your preliminary pick? What, what's, what's your, what's your call? Call the world series. Um, I, well, I think it's, it's conditional on what happens in game one. And um, if the Astros come out and just crush Nola and just are, are still on one, it's over. I mean, it's. I'm not gonna call a sweep because that's crazy to call a sweep and sweep the postseason. But that yeah. is on the ta- that is on the table. It's on the table. I mean, it's on the table, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be greedy, given. But I have. They. The Astros have given me no reason to for to doubt them under any circumstance, no matter what's going on, whether it's a close game, whether it's a they're just banging out runs. They, they are. The, they've they've got the juice. So. Um, I think the Phillies have to come out and, and, and even if the Phillies win game one, I mean, the Astros showed you in 2020 in the fake year that doesn't count, you know, they lose three and come back and almost come back and win and win another pennant. So the Astros are not scared. And, and if they get down, they're not, that, that's one thing that's what separates this team is that, that like if, if we lost game one in any past year, it's just like, Oh, it is over. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, what was what was crazy to me is I remember in 2017 when Kershaw, it was like 104 degrees in Los Angeles for for game one. I don't know Mm -hmm. why I remember that, but I I do remember that. And it was like Kershaw against Keuchel, I think. And and, you know, the the it was a very close like fan graphs had it pretty close as far as Verlander was game Verlander was game two. That can't I, thought be right. Verla- I thought it was a one-one. I thought it was Verlander gave up like two runs, and it was like two-one, or it was one-to-one. If I, it had to be, had to be Verlander in game one. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna stop this because I really feel like it was Keuchel in game one, and I think that's just kind of how it played. Yeah, how you, it you might out. be right. I, I don't. I, I I remember just blurbs from that. It's just Marwin's home run. I remember beating the shaman i did my live shaman show and i and i and i wish <laughs> i wish game two i really me and marwin should have. no you're uh uh verlander went game two two okay but he still he gave up it was like he didn't get a win because he can't win in the world series but he still pitched very well the loss was keichel i was it was it was kershaw keichel okay and I, but i remember like it was it was very close in fan graphs you know the simulations prior to game one and then kershaw won game one and it tilted like 65 35 
Yeah, and it was almost we were, I mean, really on our last. We were really on our last legs there. But that's Marwin. Truly, what a hero. Marwin, Marwin brought that back. But I, but I remember thinking, like, really, like, like Clayton Kershaw winning Game One at home. Like that's that's so unexpected that it would it would shift the the numbers that much. Like, I, and I guess a one zero lead is that's concrete and 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 everything else is hypothetical to that point. But I was like, really, like that's the that we're that we're that confused or that you know that's that's that crazy to think about like that was such a massive momentum shift that Kershaw won at home yeah um, I don't know whether I don't know yeah that I mean I could see somebody yeah that's it that's an interesting shift I don't know what the the thinking is there that's it's weird it's very weird so there's there's two things that I'm thinking of that that would be firsts that I I think I, I think that you know the Phillies are sort of playing with house money and and yeah, not that they don't want to win the World Series, but but the, I I tell I tell the, the the soccer program all the time like it's it's one thing to really love to win, it's another thing to hate to lose, and and I'd rather have eleven I'd rather have eleven people that freaking hate to lose than eleven people that just really like to win like that there that's that's different and and yeah, this is. is a team that that is, is faced with the prospect of, of losing uh, a world series to 60% of the NL East in a four, in a four year span. Yeah, and, we're not even and, thinking about that. That's us. That's us and our PTSD. That's us thinking about that. And this but, team, but, and this team uh, some, somehow this team is head and shoulders better than the, the super team of 2019. This is yeah, the no. best Astros team ever. And I mean, it's, this is not the, the years of the past. This is, this year is different. It's not, but I mean, I, I did appreciate Ryan Presley today being like, I'm freaking tired of losing these world series. Like it just feels so, so the two, the, the two numbers and like same, um, but the two numbers I'm, I'm really thinking about are, are Dusty Baker's first world series. Yeah. And Justin Verlander's first world series win. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's in absolutely insane that, that Verlander um, hasn't, hasn't recorded a, a win in the world series. And I really do believe that you know because we're talking about like workhorse justin verlander when when he took that little uh, two-week break in september Mm -hmm. i think it was it was yeah uh, something may have been wrong you know calf or whatever Mm -hmm. but i i really think that they had they had this in mind where instead of having thrown 250 innings 270 innings by the time you get to the world series they, they, he's he's more fresh and they were they were more judicious in how they deployed Justin Verlander and having yeah, he had a, 12... a perfect game against these Phillies and they're like now nah, you got to come out we're living we know what we're doing we're coasting we're trying to win a world championship <laughs> so just yeah. shit, shit like that when they're just like no nah, you got your work in and they can they can build that as it was rehab and we're just kind of working them back in no we know exactly you're, you're exactly right you know what so Verlander's doing. pitched in two three four five six seven he's picked he's pitched in seven world series games and it's it's not been as bad as you think i mean like world series game one that was in in 2006 that was his first that was his first world series start five innings six hits seven or uh, six earned runs seven Did runs they play total. the cardinals that was yeah. the cardinals yeah cardinals yeah okay uh 2012 uh game one against the giants uh, and that was when the Giants were starting their even year bull bull crap yeah. stuff. Uh, four I mean, if you innings. Just get, if you just get Giants or Cardinals, you got a pretty good chance of being correct. Yeah, yeah, for real. Four innings, six hits, five earned runs, 
two, Ooh, two more good. home runs. Uh, 2017 World Series game two. I, what's lost in in the Mar? He was in very Marlins good in that heroics. game. I remember that. I remember he was very good. He should have. He was like he gave up two runs. Maybe he gave he gave up three. He gave up oh, two okay. hits. Two hits. Yeah. Both of them were home runs, and That's they right. accounted for yeah. all three runs. Yeah, that was it. Felt cheap, and he was pretty much dominant. Other than that, so that World was Series cheap. game six. He took the loss uh, in a in a three one Dodgers win, but through six innings, three hits, two earned runs. Nine yeah. strikeouts, no, no walks. Um, twenty nineteen World Series game two, that was at home, yeah. so we lost that. Obviously, he both yeah. you know, six innings, seven hits, four earned runs. Game six, five innings, five hits, three earned runs. Like it's not, it's not this. You know, you have you have to go back to two thousand six to see like a freaking horror show. It's, well, yeah. it's not it's it's not been that bad and i think that Kershaw that's a lot of Verlander, that is a lot of games to where it is worth noting because this is justin verlander this is imagine going that many starts without him getting a win mm-hmm. in, any other time i mean that's that's absolutely bonkers but i mean and what i was going to say is it, i i obviously it's he's pitching for the astros so i want him to win and get a win but i mean is getting the w that important anymore long as he pitches and keeps us in the game and does quality starts is that even is that even a is that one of those like outdated numbers? Yeah, you want the win, but is it you get cheap ones? I mean, you had Hector Neris won two games in the. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like, is, the... go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying. Is that, I mean, is it obviously we want him to get his win? But it, I mean, is that even a thing that that they're even worried? He's worried about, or anybody's even thinking about? I think he's. Thinking he probably about it is. Yeah, you're right. There's there's a there's a narrative about Verlander in the in the World Series now. And, and it's sort of like, like Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw has, was, is, is an absolute hall of famer and, and doesn't have terrible postseason numbers, but I think that Verlander and Kershaw are in the same boat. Cause we're talking about 2006. Help me remember this 2006, 2012, 17 and 19. 19. Yeah. I thought that you see that, that, um, not, I guess it's not a stat, but that, that info that he joined Roger Clements as the only other pitcher to pitch in a world series game in three different decades. Oh, yeah, because you got oh, that's crazy. 2022, yeah. so you get 06, yeah, you get six, then you get 12, yeah. 19, 17, 19, and then 22. That's pretty sick. So, 2006, that he World Series a, game, bad, he didn't have got... a ter- terrible sons that are awful that nobody likes, like the Clemens <laughs> do anyway. 2006, he got he got shelled in that in that in that first game in the World Series. Uh, he threw 186 pitches. But that was his. He was twenty three. Like that was his second year. He threw eleven point one innings the, the year before. So that's Taylor, Taylor Swift had a good album. Was it twenty three? Was it twenty two? I don't remember. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I made that up. Never mind. Know. Move on. Um. So you know, you're you're that's you can point to exhaustion at that point, where you're just you're just your arms tired, you're sore. Two thousand twelve, he led the league with two hundred and thirty eight point one innings pitched, and he gets to the World Series and and boom, seventeen. Uh, 206 innings, 19 lead leading, 223 innings. Like, I th- I really think there's something to, like, dude just kind of runs out of gas a little bit. And I you look at... say the opposite. I was going to say that he learned... It took a, maybe 2017 until he truly learned how to to uh, use the governor on himself. And he, he ended mm-hmm. up getting stronger at late. And it was something that wasn't something that I noticed from him in the past, that he got... He was just he was throwing as hard as he as he had in the end of the games and he was 
yeah, getting stronger later in the season. So I think that's something that he picked up late, just coming with age and I, I, just being a vet. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and you look at, you look at 2012 and so he, he, he started game one against the giants in San Francisco and his three starts in the postseason to that point, he threw 24.1 innings, gave up 10 hits, two earned runs, 25 strikeouts, five walks. And his first start in the World Series, game one, four innings, six hits, five earned runs. Like, that's that's just was in, it, a, in it was a like year. A three-run home, home run? Was it something like – because those numbers can get skewed with a five spot. If you get a, you get one home run, that's one mistake. You know, you yeah. get runners on or something. So, so I, I, I do think that the, the way the Astros kind of managed Verlander, like, that that's really it – was, it was with this in mind. You knew you were going to win the division. So that's why you you have a you go to a six man rotation for a while and you give him a, a, an extra day you you put him on the ten day IL a couple times during the season and you, yeah you don't he's gonna win he's gonna win and, and despite all of that with all those breaks he's gonna win the Cy Young I, so yeah, I think that, I think tomorrow's his night does that I do I do too but does that and I, but I will ask this anyway does that that Seattle start creep into your conscience at all is that or is that just one of those things a little anomaly he was just a tad bit off and they just he just got got and it was just one of those freak occurrences i think he i think he got he, got, looked, as, and he looked about as bad as i've ever seen him look uh, watching him pitch ever honestly yeah no i mean 10 hits six earned runs like what and just what, walking guys and just not being able to locate and getting flustered and overthrowing and just i mean everything that every mistake that you could possibly make he seemed to just couldn't couldn't reel it reel it in on that one I think that that any question you might have had, honestly, I think the Mariners. I'm not questioning him. I'm not questioning him. I was just for the sake of the show, I'm throwing it out there. I have no. No, I think he. I think he. That question was asked and answered in ALCS game one when he threw six innings, three hits, eleven Ks. I I I do think it was like immediately he came out after after that. Mariner start and was like, no, I've, I've already looked at the video. Like I've already figured out what it is. That's what made me feel good. He's like, no, nah, it was something mechanical. He's like, it already, and even if it's a lie, like that's something I'm just like, okay, then he, JV's got it. He's good. Yep. Yeah. No, you're, no, you're right. It, that, that was answered. I'm just, I'm just trying to scare anybody who's too confident. I'm trying to knock all of the overconfident Astros fans just down <laughs> the peg. I want everybody to be terrified and scared like me. I'm just kidding. I, I I'm not scared at all. Have you been to have you ever been to Philadelphia? Uh yeah. Uh it's uh, a filthy piece of garbage and it's just honestly Philadelphia is just Boston spelled differently. <laughs> they're the same city, they're the same city full of Italian and Irish racists. And like that's I mean <laughs> but Philadelphia is is actually a pretty cool city. I I've got a bunch I've of college, the college town, it's got a bunch of colleges more so than Boston actually if you want a little fun fact. You got the dumb Liberty Bell. But um, no, I, I like Philly, and I, I got a lot of friends in Philly. And I, I, if it wasn't a, you know, us in the World Series, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, I like water. I like water ice. <laughs> I've uh, one time I, I went and and I, I was speaking at a conference, but and, and I thought Kami could go, and then it turns out that she couldn't. And so I have a, I don't have any brothers or sisters, and so my my cousins are like my brothers. And, and, and they're both big history nerds, but, but one lived in Atlanta. I was in Nashville and I was like, dude, I was like, I've got a hotel in, in Philadelphia. Like I can't help you out with your flight, but if you can get to Philadelphia, like we can spend the weekend 
and going on and, cobblestone and, walks and listening to Ben Franklin tell you about stuff. Yeah, and so which actually that plays that plays a decent a decent role uh, in the story. And and so like the the first day we got we figured it out where our flights got to the airport within like ten minutes of each other. Like it couldn't have been better. Nice. And and I I texted Kami and I was like, we're gonna go to the hotel. We're gonna check in. We're gonna we're gonna get some rest. We're gonna go get a cheesesteak. Maybe go have like an old historic beer or something like that. And we're gonna go back because I have to speak at eight o'clock. Wait, wait, hold on, what is an old historic beer? Well, I'm getting there. So there's this place in Philadelphia called the City Tavern. Okay. And they use the like they they have the recipe for Thomas Jefferson's like sweet potato biscuits Ew. and Alexander Hamilton's. Like the the recipe for the beer that he likes. Wait, Thomas Jefferson's sweet potato biscuits. Whose recipe is that? Uh, well, no, I ch- I checked it out. Like who's Mon- real, Monticello. Whose recipe is that? Okay, I'm just saying. He oh, had that's him. Sally he Hemings. That's Sally Hemings' recipe. That is Sally Hemings' recipe. Okay. Um. So anyway, so we we go and and drink some of Alexander Hamilton's beer, which tasted like freaking Gar- pine needles. Garbage. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible. All right, let's go get a <laughs> cheesesteak. And and so we go get a cheesesteak. You go to Pat's or Gino's? Do you remember where where'd you go? We went to Pat's. Okay, yeah. I, and uh, yeah, and so we realized while we're eating this cheesesteak, and I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Maybe we'll grab some beer on the way back to the hotel, and we'll let's go watch baseball. And we realized like we're like half a mile from Ben Benjamin Franklin's grave. And so we go, we find where his grave is. Uh, we pay our respects. And it's at that point that I think that Benjamin Franklin himself like jumped up out of his, out of his grave and like gotten our bones because neither of us remember, neither of us remember what happened after that. Like it was one of those, like the next morning, like, I'm like, I have to speak at a conference in 45 minutes. And I we're checking bank. We're like our bank of America app we're like did you spend twenty dollars at the farmer's cabinet and he's like yeah i'm like okay so we know we were there and ben franklin haunted your bones this is incredible yeah and so at one point like i i texted kami at like eight o'clock and i'm like we're headed back to the hotel because benjamin franklin's grave was on our way to the hotel and the next time i texted her it was 1 30 in the morning and i said absinthe tastes like tinkerbell's pussy and that's what yeah <laughs> yes so and, you don't know where you got absinthe. Obviously, a ghoul gave it to you, and it's not good. Yeah, no, I, re- is, I, re- I very distinctly remember pouring it over the the sugar cube a, on the spoon. This is an R.L. Stein. Not this is an R.L. Stein book. This is like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's called it's the, it's like the ghoul of Ben Franklin and and the and the die focals. Get it? The die focals. <laughs> pretty, pretty and good, so but. I, my my cousin's like I, he told me he's like I want to come hear you speak. This is really cool. And I, the the, uh, the only thing he said to me the next morning before I left was like, "There's no way I'm I can get out of bed right now," and and so I I stopped at two Dunkin' Donuts on the way, like for like two <laughs> rounds of coffee and bagels, and my opening line at my at my session was, uh, "I'm James, I'm, I'm James, and if if any of you has four ibuprofen, like you will be my new best friend and we'll be pen pals for the rest of our life." <laughs> And yeah, we can, we can so, the like, lights then, down. We can turn the lights down a little bit. I mean, just, just, everybody so just knows bad. you're going through it. Just like, all right. So then the next night, like we we go out with a, a buddy that that uh, is from Philly, and he he took us to this really like really cool dive bar, and 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 it was not a repeat of the previous. We we're like we had a really rough night last night. Where so did you get absent? There was a, a there was a place in. I'm about to bring the laptop with me while I pull a pizza out of the oven. Um, Yeah, by all means. 
there was a there was a place that that and it wasn't like the the crazy like wormwood like make you hallucinate it's not like moulin rouge absent i, I don't know um, how i don't know that i think that only happens in europe but i've had absinthe before and it, it does it, it it messes you up tell me tell me i'm wrong in in my initial review of 1 30 in the morning of what it tastes like i mean yeah pretty yeah. pretty solid pretty pretty dead pretty dead on I yeah. just love that the ghoul of Ben Franklin got you. That's that's great. I mean, he was city, like, it's a city of it's a city of brotherly love. You got your cousin brother there. It's party. I mean, it's pretty much it's all pretty tight. Yeah. So okay. So I'm almost done with the story because this oh, story is taking way too long. Good, please, please, by all means, talking about the World Series is boring. I want to hear more about ghouls and Ben Franklin. <laughs> so we, so that night, that's a Saturday night. We we take it we take it easier. Like we're we're back in bed. Like there's no need to hydrate. You know, the next morning or anything like that. But the next night, like I realized, like I blew, I had a per diem from the museum and, and I blew through that, that first night. Like I was like, okay, now I'm, I'm spending my money now. So that's the, we got, we got to go a little bit softer here. And (laughs) so the next night we are at a, we're eating Mexican food uh, in Philadelphia. It was, it was, it was good. We're on a sidewalk, uh, like a sidewalk table, like one of those sidewalk cafe things. And my cousin feels something like, and we're wearing shorts because it's like May, like it's nice outside. He feels something hit hit his leg and he like swipes at it. He's like, wait a second. You got to be kidding me. And a $100 bill blew what? up against my cousin's leg. What? And we look at each other and we're like, what? Come on. Ben Franklin got us into this weekend and he's going to get us out with this $100 bill. And we did it all over again. It truly is all about the the Benjamins. It was all about the Benjamins. That's incredible. I had a pretty good experience in my, and then I a, a few years earlier I went to a we've talked about this I went to a Phillies Astros game with the Hall of Fame and got Willie Tavares' spikes and saw Roger Clemens pitch and Charlton Jimerson's first and only career home run. Nice. I can't believe I cannot believe that you were hanging out with the ghoul of Ben Franklin. Clearly. Has, he has, wanted has, has haunted and blessed you and, and Ben Franklin. He was quite the uh, he's, he's a party. He he liked to he liked to he liked to party a little bit. He did he did. Like that's and all he, got... he liked to do. He liked to steal glory and he liked to <laughs> not really invent anything, but a, a kind of basically just steal a bunch of stuff. No, nah, he did invent a bunch of stuff. I'm not gonna. He just he didn't he didn't invent electricity. The kite thing he stole obviously, but he was no. like always going to Paris to like get laid and drink like Ben Franklin kind of was the man. So uh, the fact that I, I fully believe the ghoul of Ben Franklin blessed you. He got, he got one more weekend out of us. Like that's, that's all, that's all he wanted. Now his soul is at rest. There was no, no, nobody got laid that weekend. Like we were, we're my cousin and I are both happily married. But, yeah. I got, I got yeah, haunted he, by like the ghoul of Rocky and I just had to like punch meat in a, in a frozen meat locker. <laughs> I just had some old, old guy yelling at, me and i had to fight apollo creed so i got cursed so i didn't it wasn't it happens yeah he blessed us he cursed you that's that's really tight though that's a good that's a really good story it's one that like i like i I love i love to write and and i I like telling stories but because i I couldn't make that finding a hundred dollar bill is crazy but i couldn't make that that up that's nuts that doesn't i mean that's just i don't think i've ever found and it's it's I, not no, so much a bill anywhere. So that's just it's not so much the the finding a hundred dollar bill. It's that like the wind picked up a hundred dollar bill yeah. and slapped it against my cousin's leg. 
it, it probably robbed some person that really needed it, but that's, that's fine. That's okay. Ben, <laughs> ben, it's okay. Ben Franklin. Yeah, no, that's no, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like just, just finding one alone, but you just add, you add the, uh, the grave, the city, like the, the story behind it, it makes it very, very, very interesting. It's yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the best story. It's the best story I've got. Like that's, that's, that's hands down. Like that was the, I, I, I think we've talked about this, but like my bachelor party was the night that's before really my tight. wedding. Uh, and, and it was at the Bennigan's next to the Astrodome and everybody thought everybody, everybody thought somebody else was picking up my tab and nobody did. So I paid, I paid oh, for my, that my own drinks at my bachelor party. So that that's, sucks. I, I consider that, that weekend in Philly, that was the bachelor party I, I never had. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that rules. So yeah, I mean, yeah shout out to that, Philadelphia. Yeah, shout out to Philadelphia. I guess that is the, um, I mean, that's the, the birthplace of this this fine country that some people don't like, but I do. I love it. It's it's an all right country. I mean, if you if you if you're down with if you like continental congresses, let me let me tell you something, buddy. Philadelphia is the city for you. <laughs> the, the 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 top two top two continental congresses in history happened in Philadelphia. Absolutely, and I, I wanted to I wanted to play part of the uh, the Bill Burr Philadelphia rant, but there's too many homophobic slurs in it, which. <laughs> When he said it, which was it was years back, it, it it was a lot. It was funny then. It's not funny anymore. It was funny then. But yeah, <laughs> but I was so I can't play it because he says it too many times and it's, it's just not very good. But I've he, never um, I've never heard it. Oh, dude! I, well, I, you you need to listen to it. I'll send it to you after this. It's it's incredible. He had like there was this um this this comedy tour and um the the Philadelphia it was in Philly and they they were just just being outrageous and booing every single comic um, for like a, an entire day. And Bill Burr w- went out there and basically just he berates the city for, um, for like 15 minutes or like 12 minutes straight and just absolutely eviscerates it. And it's, in, it's the most, you're going to, it's the most incredible thing ever. And yeah, there, unfortunately there's a, there's a few slurs in there, okay. but um, it's one, it's basically what put Bill Burr on the map in terms of like it i mean it's incredible I, i'm excited i'm really excited that you've never heard this i can't believe that yeah no i'm i mean oh, I, man, I, I, you're I gonna die you're gonna die it's it, it's incredible i mean it's absolutely <laughs> it's absolutely incredible he he annihilates the people how terrible they are the every sports team just i mean literally just sits there and for this whole set and just like absolutely berates them it's incredible so, all right yeah uh, I'm, I'm 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 interested so so yeah so, so there's that so other than that um I'm gonna say know. I'm gonna say Astros in five. I, I think that's I think that's fair. I, I mean I'd like for them to I mean I really would not like for them to have anything. I'd lo- I'd love to be a sweep and get the hell out. Um, but uh, it's it sucks because I just taking in all the content and having friends in Philly and um like that city is so stoked for this team and um like it sucks to to be the the grim reaper and being like, sorry, you guys can maybe in a couple years or something. It's a cute little story that you guys have, but I'm unfortunately we, we are the, we are the, we are the monsters and we will win this unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, yeah, I have, I really don't have, I, I don't have any hatred toward towards Philly. I know people were getting or trying to, the Twitter's trying to get all riled up. My and my boy Roan was getting into a little bit of trouble. He was he was lying to he's the he the guy that uh hosted the I podcast saw with Pat. Ben. Yeah, I Roan, saw that. 
I want people to look now. What he did was terrible, and he's a stupid sports fan. But Roan does rule. One of the he's one of the greatest battle rappers that's ever lived. Roan is the man, but he was very stupid in that in that instance. And Pat Beverly even more stupid. What the hell is he doing? Just not paying attention to anything. It's incredible. He, he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Pat Beverly is also the man. So shout to Pat Bev. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Roan, you're and there's an R word for you. You're really stupid. Um, everyone's everyone's allowed a, a bad take. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was a really, really bad, really bad take. And then he doubled down, just yelling. It's fine. Roan's an idiot. But people are people are like, who is this nobody? I'm like, hey, put respect on Roan's name. <laughs> go, go, go watch some of his battle raps. They're they're pretty incredible. I will say. So I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I got no ill will towards Philly. I, I don't think, I, I think this might be a case of me not quite respecting them. I, I know they can win this. I know it's not about the best team. I know they can win the world series and, and just crush our souls. And it might, I really might, if, if, if the Philadelphia Phillies win the world series, I might go on a trek. I might get me a, a stick and go and go to Sedona, Arizona, meet me a, a real shaman and, um, get my aura red and just really go and go on a quest. Cause it will be dark. And it really will be dark if they, they don't win this. But they are going to win it, though. They really are, and I know it, and I can feel it in my deep in my loins. I just think everyone everyone involved is so scarred. I don't know the, how scarring 2021 was, but 2019, I, I think everyone – because basically, like, who is, who is on the team, obviously besides Pena, but who is, who is on the Astros now that was not on the team – in in 2022 wait excuse me 2019 my bad so i'm i'm looking at it now brantley he's with us in spirit god i really would love him in this lineup that's okay that would that would be i mean i don't know if it's unfair wouldn't it be if brantley's playing it's it's so unfair that it's not even uh, (laughs) i was i was just about to say that if it's possible to win seven games in six uh that's what would happen if brantley was in this lineup so brantley is with us in spirit chirinos gone garrett cole gone carlos correa gone yeah. Davinsky, Grinky, Harris. Yeah. Mariznik, Osuna, Peacock, Reddick, Rondon. I mean, there's there's guys, Springer, there's guys that are gone, but but there's there's a lot of carryover from 2019 to 2022. And to, yeah, no, to have right. that memory. 2022 is, wasn't as heartbreaking, but if you're compounding that with 2019, it's it comes into one super loss, or I mean, it's two World Series loss. But yeah, it the the Braves got us. They they beat us fair and square, and it, it wasn't got us. As, yeah, it wasn't gut riching like 2019 was. When, no, it was um, a beat down. When, when AJ Hinch single handedly managed us out of the World Series. But other than that, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So it's just kind of that that just compounds on part of that, and then it becomes it's a looming thing that now you have to, you got to win this one and everything's okay. And it makes the, it, you win this world series and it makes that those losses into, into victories because you win two world series bookended with two losses in the world series. Like that's the, it's a, as a dominant of a run as anybody that's ever, that's ever played. At that point, you've won two out of four. You're two and two. And, and you really, in those world 2019, series. I'm still I'm kind of giving us half of one because we we really did win that one. We should have, absolutely should have won that game, uh, that World Series, any of those games. But, yeah, for, I mean, for Dusty, there's so many reasons. Uh, and, and for their legacy, I mean, th- th- these guys won it. 
I, I know they don't they like to talk about how they don't give a shit about the cheating, which is which is great. But they've got to just want to just be I mean, they've got to just be like, want to sh- just shut everybody the fuck up. And even though it, it won't, it won't matter. But um, no. but you're starting to see it. You're starting to see blogs and publications like, all right, I know we all hate them. We all hate them. But it's time to admit that they're pretty good. And that's pretty much that's pretty much what the 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 tint of the articles. Other unless you're Bill Plasky, who is an absolute buffoon. Holy crap! I mean, but I mean that does that is exactly. I mean that's exactly what I would expect from Los Angeles. But what an absolute dork! Anyway. Yeah. So that's that makes it a little special. They're still talking about the 2017 Astros. Um, but yeah, you're starting to see the the national media come around with the um. The narrative because it's it's they have and, and this is we talked about this when the when the scandal happened and and then and just a, after as well just how they had to be undeniable because they didn't need to cheat they were already great in 2017 um they're still they continue to grow they are they're undeniable and they've been undeniable where you can't say anything they are i mean as good a team as that's ever been in the league yeah so you gotta you gotta sew up your Let's legacy go. Now yeah, you have, I've got the final yeah. I've got the final piece and I realized and, and so 2019 and 22 might be on me. I um I didn't buy a World Series hat in those two years, but I bought one in 2017 and I bought one for this year. I didn't I didn't buy the World Series hat for both of those years. I was like, ah nah, it's no good. We've lost them both. So I've bought it for this year. That's that's the key. Clearly, that so, was what it what it was the whole time. So I think if what what you now have to do is you have to go on eBay and and get a 2019 World Series hat and just complete the trifecta. No, I don't want it. Those were that we they got oh okay, maybe I will. No, but if you buy if you buy it then the Astros win the World Series. Also, they re- they really they for once they gave us a really sick I don't know if you could see it, they're really good World Series patch. Like that's a that's a good looking patch. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's been kind of shitty the, the last couple of years, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But um, I didn't buy the buy it this year. Felt this year feels special. Um, it does, and everything about it feels it feels good. So I would not, I would not, I can't have my joy be snatched. But um, I mean, we're gonna do it, and um, yeah, I don't even know why I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna get in my head. I'm not gonna. Yeah, we're gonna win the World Series. It's gonna rule. I'm gonna riot. It's gonna it's gonna be sick. So I that's all that's all I got. I I don't know. No, we're good. Yeah, we we'll go we'll go stress. Re, reconvene on uh, Sunday. Reconvene for, uh, Sunday. Go over games one and two. All right. So we'll be up two zero, and I'll be uh, I don't know. I'll be doing something awesome. Anyway. Altuve will have hit three home runs. Oh, you know what? All right, real quick. But I know you don't want to get out of here, and you're like, God damn it! I'm, I'm like the kid that's like, what? everybody's trying I to leave, and I, and, I and I got it, and I got it. Huh? What's up? I just have to pee. I'm good. No, no, oh, I can, I can oh, no, 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 no. I was just gonna. No, no, no let's go. I, I, I'm important. a teacher. I can, I can. Well, I was it. just, I, I just wanted to just because this is a quote regular episode. I wanted just a, a quick, quick your thoughts on um, click and possible. Um, what's his name? And uh, Stearns. Right. Stearns, which who I'm, I'm reading a bunch of people who are like, oh, Stearns has been targeted and him stepping down. It's, it's, the narrative's there. All the pieces of the narrative is there, but it's so strange that I just I, I want to hear what you what you think about that. Stearns was Stearns was Luno Jr. Mm-hmm. And and he was the first Luno Jr. Mike Mike Elias uh, Elias, however you say it, he's he's 
Luno Jr. Jr. Um, it's interesting. And, and I asked around, I, I asked around today and I'm like, how is this even possible? Because I, I used to know people in the organization that are no, that, that have since left. So I don't, there's no one I can like text or email that's going to tell me exactly what happened. But I, I there's enough people that kind of, you know, they hear some things and, and, and basically it, it comes down to Crane, Crane wants to be up there with, with the Yankees, with, you know, with the payroll and, and you, you're a big money team and you're a big market and you need to act like it. And click has been a little too Tampa for, for his liking. And, 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 he, just, and I oh, think, he just don't, he just doesn't like click. And he apparently loves Stearns. Apparently that there's a, there's a, there's a strong relationship there as well. That's, well, that's, I what, think, I, that's what I've been hearing. I, I, I that absolutely could because their, their time overlapped for, for a, quite a significant amount of time. I think if, if, if Crane thought that he wouldn't get crucified, I think Crane would hire Luno back in a heartbeat. What, I mean, but I mean, what, what would get crucified? I mean, that's, we're already getting absolutely crushed left and right and just lies. And it's not even the truth. We've already fell on the sword, which is, which I actually love that, that Manfred fucked it up when the Astros really could right now this could be they could be selling the story of the Astros as a as a narrative to sell the sport but in fact he fucked it up he fucked over the greatest <laughs> he fucked over potentially the greatest team that's ever played to uh, yeah. be the scapegoats and now you can't use them for marketing which is hilarious um but i mean i don't well, i don't think didn't luno sue crane well, i mean i don't think that's even on the it's even possible i don't think he sued crane i think he sued mlb God, that would be, um, that would, I mean, that would be, you want to talk about a heel turn. You want to talk about Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Luno yes. comes back with the fucking dyed, the dyed goatee. And we're just, <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, I'll tell you this brother. I'll tell you this brother. We're, we're going for 2023, 2024 brother. Um, but I, I think, I think Stearns is a, is, is hiring the carbon copy of Jeff. And, and I mean, we, we can't give, I, I don't, I think Stearns wasn't the quote unquote general manager. But but the Brewers were were absolutely a favorite to win that to win the NL Central and, and make a deep run. And they made some moves that were that were head scratchers at best. So I don't, haters, again, I don't haters, know how much the hater thing was crazy. It's so, so weird. And someone was in my mentions like they traded for a for a, a guy that was hurt and didn't actually pitch. And they lost four and a half million dollars, you know, paying. Who they let go like it's. This was this was weird, but well, but yeah, I, I I think I think the the issue comes from, uh, and I could as as close as Baltimore got, I could I could see Elias staying staying there and and sort of finishing that job. I don't know how much of Baltimore's. I mean, they they got the you know the high draft picks and Adley Richmond's the freaking man. He is, the but, man. yeah, for sure. And, and they've got they've got some good building blocks in Baltimore, but got, but how much of the AL East Vikings. is just a, a freaking beast that that's hard that's that you know you you want to kind of put your plan in motion against teams that don't have like a thirty year head start against you. Um, yeah, isn't that fun though? Wouldn't that be the game though? If if you're that kind of you have that 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 kind of mentality, like to be the Baltimore like run the Baltimore Orioles, you get to fucking take down potentially take down the Red Sox 
the Yankees, and then you've got it. You know, obviously the Blue Jays are set up to be great, and the Rays have been have been good. But um, I mean, if you're if you're a com- competitor and you're like and you and you have comp- supreme confidence in yourself, that is that's the that's, that's the goal. So much fun, and it'd be your legacy. It's your statue that's yep. erected, basically the the, the Luno. I mean, that's bit the same shit. So I, I for that reason, I I don't think it'll be Mike Elias. But Stearns is really well, that's a really interesting. That's a really interesting. Well, the, the, the Stern, the whole, the, the initial rumor with Stearns was that he was stepping down and it was the, the Mets opening and it was, yeah. the, it was the Mets, but I, yeah, it was as soon as the, and then we, I mean, we've had been talking about the, uh, the scuttlebug with, with, with click and how basically against all of my rational thinking, I'm just, it still makes zero sense, but I mean, if the owner doesn't like you or doesn't, it just is what it is. I mean, so I can't, there's nothing I mean, for me it, to rationalize, rationalize there. I mean, but we've heard, I've heard it enough to where I would take that. It's probably the narrative is, is closer to true that there's, there's a rift there. And, and it may not be that there's any animosity, but definitely, um, I mean, it wouldn't, somebody's putting that out there and, and, and it's clearly there's something up for that, you know? Yeah. And, and saw- Crane and Crane and click are not the Lennon McCartney of, of baseball executives. But even 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 Lennon, even the Beatles broke up. I mean, you know, after arguably their greatest album of all time, you know, so at some point, like you just you just don't see what the future holds in the same way that that somebody else does. And, And in that case, an owner GM relationship is is paramount. And I think I think Crane trusted Luno implicitly. And why wouldn't he? Because yeah. And and if you just if you just you're like man, I just don't know about that guy. Like at some point you're you own, you're the billionaire. You own the team, and the other guy started writing articles for Fangraphs, and and you just you just decide like I you know we're yeah good run off of Luno's players that you drafted um or that were drafted. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. This isn't this isn't working out. I don't. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to hate on click because I mean, he, but I help, but how tight is it to have potentially have your owner be either disappointed or upset that the GM didn't do more with his, with, with the money that he was willing to spend the players he wanted. Like that's pretty tight to have an owner. that's you like, want- no, like I no, I wanted Josh Bell or I wanted this and that. Why didn't you get, I had the money. What, why didn't you get it done? I mean, and that's a valid question if the owner wanted something, but yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, mean the, I, the, the fact is that, that nobody has won more games this season, even, even with the Dodgers incredible, incredible regular season run. The, the Astros have won 113 games this season. The Dodgers won 112. Like you, you, you have the absolute best team in baseball. But I mean, Forrest Gump could have been the GM, and and they would have won the same amount of games. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually but, Forrest Gump, they would have won 150. They would have won 117, and they would Forrest Gump because he obviously he would be back in the White House drinking his Dr. Peppers. Yeah, click. I mean, if you're click. And it's it's just not working out. Then then you if if you if Click gets let go, he can choose where he wants to go. Like there's there's going to be no. He's like whatever. Uh, okay, I fine. I won two pennants in a row uh, after the worst scandal in in franchise history, and it's being treated as the worst scandal since the 1919 White Sox. 
And, and, and so I come in and we go to the ALCS and then we go to the world series and then we go to the world series and, and now I can choose where I want to go. All right, fine. Like I'll, I will choose where I want to go. Like he's- yeah, it could definitely be mutual. And that's kind of what it feels like that there's some, maybe just some sort of rift there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking up kind of some of the, the tweets and Joel Sherman who writes for the, the post, the New York post and wrote, tweeted, despite being in the world series for a second straight year, Astros GM James Click job says has remained tenuous. Execs all execs all year have told me to keep an eye on Stearns to Houston. They say owner Jim Crane likes Stearns, so so if Stearns leaves, the Mets may have serious competition. Yeah, but him him stepping down out of that that top job out of nowhere is there's some there's absolutely something to it. it the timing is odd. Right but, before um, the World Series. Yeah. That because that's when the that's when the Taubman crap broke. Yeah, yeah. The day before the World Series, that's when Brandon Taubman. That's when that story dropped. That the day before the World Series is when weird stuff happens in in front offices. Well, and you got so, and, then, and then also you have Oz Ocampo leaving the Astros, become the uh, the Marlins assistant GM, which is a uh, honestly a giant loss for the Astros. That's huge. Yeah, that's that's bad. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I. I, I, it wasn't it wasn't Heyman. I, I don't know if it was Peter Gammons. There was somebody that that talked about the um yeah, it was it was Peter Gammons. He tweeted Peter Gammons tweeted who obviously he's he's a skeleton now and he <laughs> is, is is battling He-Man here and so I mean Peter Gammons, I take it for what it's worth. But he tweeted that Jim Crane has wanted David Stearns back in Houston and it, it's circular around the it's it the, Jim Crane wanting David Stearns back in Houston has circulated around the game for a month. He has a great job with authority and some ownership stake, which is interesting if that's true. Oh, like Stearns has ownership stake in, in that's the what, Astros? That's what Peter Gammon says. Great job with authority and some ownership stake. David Stearns is the, is the Stearns in Bear Stearns. Who knew? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. it really is. I thought he was just like built ships. Anyway, um, <laughs> Anyway, all right, yeah, let's get out of here. But that, that's, we'll that's keep, fun, yeah, that's we'll keep an eye on that. There's... Yeah, that's that's just drama. We're being we're being big Yankee fans right now. Who are we gonna resign? What are we gonna do? It's like no, we're gonna win a World Series, and we'll we'll, we'll figure that shit out another time. But I, I thought that was that was an interesting development. I just wanted to get your thoughts that turned into much longer than my. Tell me that. The, 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 the day before the World Series starts is is crazy times for for front offices. So well, at least you don't have any beat beat writers fucking uh, harassing. Stephanie Adler, or what, who is that? Who it was Epstein? 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 That's right. Yeah, Lindsay Adler. At least we don't have who you were thinking. Lindsay Adler. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I don't respect women, obviously. I, I don't think <laughs> their names right. Uh, All right. I'm about to be. I'm about to yeah, be on myself. Yeah, Astros good, goodbye. A- Astros in two. Goodbye. <laughs> it's an abrupt ending. Even though it's not over now, it's over now. But it's one thing I love more getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's plate, put your sticker stuff, from any Astros game. Casa Ole.